comes the bride with a knife that's one inch wide. Where is the groom dead in the dressing room? Stabbed in the heart because death do us part. Hello and welcome to Death Do Us Part. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And Laura, she's back. She's no longer sick. Uh, right. Her voice Do you hear returned. this voice? It is beautiful. Crystal clear. Um, I'm still probably sicker than you. I'm hacking up phlegm every morning still. Are you? I think that you're just on the path to death. I'm dying. It's all down here my from wife, here. You did hit 30, so it's me. all down here, <laughs> downhill now. Uh, that's probably true. Well, before we get into our episode, we have to thank our patrons, of course. We have Sarah Eyre, at Sarah's Smile 83 on Instagram, Jimmy Fuquay at the Jimmy Fuquay, and our friend Burn from Murderific Podcast. Um, you can also find us at deathdoispartpodcast.com, at ddupcast on Instagram, and please, for the love of God, send us some email at ddup.podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to check my email right now. I don't think we got any. Let me just check. <laughs> In the last two thing. seconds. Um, so, yeah, thanks to our patrons. You are the baking soda air freshener to our refrigerator of life. Which is the topic of today, refrigerator pet peeves. Yeah. And we have no we have no fan email. So um, The guy who wanted to be a guest, though, he said his apologies. He was thinking in a broader sense, not specifically true crime. So clearly the book that he wrote, this gentleman from Columbus, Ohio, uh, is not applicable to murder. <laughs> I feel like um, no one's going to email us now that you're calling people out when they do email us. I didn't us. say who he was. Like He probably doesn't listen to the podcast. On some alert, don't email us or Jeremy will read your email out loud and call you out. <laughs> um, so speaking of refrigerators, uh, what are we drinking today? What did you find in the back of your fridge? So we didn't plan any special drink because we're talking about refrigerators. And what's better than an old beverage from your refrigerator that you have no idea when you purchased? This is a raspberry lemon spiked lemonade. That, that seems sounds redundant. like a summer 2019 drink. Doesn't that seem... Rather, raspberry lemon spiked lemonade. Isn't that redundant? Wouldn't it just raspberry lemonade? Raspberry spiked lemonade? Yeah. Raspberry lemon spiked? Well, cheers. Hopefully it's uh Hopefully it doesn't go good. bad. Um, so on that note, this actually really ties into um, my pet peeve, which is that um, Nick will leave stuff in there forever. And just never throw it out. And it could be like oozing. I mean, it never gets that far. But it could be like dripping mushy ooze. And he would just be like, I've found that's Uzi. cool. I've found oozy shit in Well, our see, our fridge is generally like pretty empty. Like I go through it a lot. I don't buy it a is. lot of I'm, extra I'm, Whenever stuff. I'm at your house, like if Nick and I are playing video games, I open it up. I'm like, what the fuck happened in here? Nothing. There's I don't. No I don't buy extra There's food. There's no snacks. <laughs> we There's don't nothing. snack at my house. And I don't buy good. extra food because if I buy extra food, then Nick just eats more. And it ends up looking exactly the same. So there's no point. Like, we're never going to have a full fridge. We just have, like, a chunkier versus skinnier husband. So we're right in the middle right now. And we're average, empty fridge. That's perfect. But my real complaint is, like, I'll try and throw something out. So say something goes bad, which doesn't happen too often. But, I mean, with, like, 
canned carrots. It happens. Um, and I'll go to throw it out and then Nick will be like, no, like the trash is so empty. Wait until it's full. And then like, oh, you can dump it and then I'll take it out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And so then I wait and then he like secretly in the middle of the night takes the trash out without telling me, (laughs) doesn't empty anything out of the fridge, even though he knew there was like two things I pulled up to like the front left corner, like these need to go. And he just takes the trash out. And then goes, no, you can't put it in this next trash. It's a brand new trash bag. And then just sits there for like a whole nother, however long it takes us to fill up a trash can. And it's just a perpetual cycle. Yeah, I I usually empty the fridge out on, on trash day, unless I forget, <clears throat> which I'm sure Kelly could complain about as well. I was well. going to say, which happens. I typically only forget the garage fridge, though. Because I'll empty stuff out of the fridge in the house and then forget, oh, this garage fridge has vegetables in it from the Super Bowl. Which I don't Which understand. I, I feel like the last only week. thing that you should put in a garage fridge is drinks. Like that's what garage fridges are for. Is are you proposing drinks. that I just fill that up with soda and beer? Yeah. Our, well, our new fridge is um, a side by side, but not like the French door side by side, but like the left side's the freezer. It was another hand me down. Fr- we have two hand me down refrigerators. You have a new fridge. Our indoor fridge. Oh, the black one. The quote unquote new one. Okay. Yeah, you can't put a pizza box in there. Really? It's too narrow. Oh, we have a side by side. Ours is counter depth, and you can put yeah, a pizza is, box yours in is ours. Bigger, your doors. Oh, wow! So, sucks to suck. I got two free refrigerators, so so yeah. I, but I will throw things out with reckless abandon. I'm like, I'm not quite sure when this was, but I'm not going to eat this old salmon, so I just throw it away. Mm. I don't, I don't know when that. I just threw it away tonight. I'm not sure if it's old enough. Oh, I always eat it. Well, maybe that's just maybe that's just like a product of our fridge being so empty. But I always know how old everything Mm -hmm. is. But if there's only four things, it's not that hard to keep track of. That's true. Well, I think my refrigerator pet peeve would be that when Kelly puts stuff in the fridge, there's not a whole lot of order to it. She she'll just like put something big in front of something small. Fridge stuffing. Yeah, well, we do have a lot more than you. My God, though, was she like when you have four things in the fridge, you can organize it and you can make art out of it. I do. Ours is a little bit more full. Oh, I stack it. You have to kind of shove it all in there. um, Like I have all the round containers stacked on top each other by size, and then like the rectangle ones by size. But then like I'll go to work, and then I come home, and Nick's like, I don't toss them all on the ground and then put them back in or something. It's similar to how she puts dirty dishes in the sink, which is just. I think she throws them in the air and sees how it falls down. Because <laughs> when I do it, I, I stack like the big plates on the bottom and the medium plates and the little plates in the bowls. That way, they take up as a little space as possible. Right. And and so you don't I'll have to wash them. And the children's lunch boxes uh, were underneath plates and bowls and knives and shit. And now they, I wash them every night. Now, now they're for for some reason just dirtier than they normally would have been. <laughs> But that's kind of how she stacks things in the fridge. <laughs> it's just so she chaotic. just she just grabs the food, opens the fridge door, and then just like hurls it in there and's like, hope it sticks, and then shuts the door really fast. I'm trying. I'm try, I try to sneak downstairs to watch because I think maybe she's in like a, a football hiker position, and she's just gonna take the Tupperware and just go and throw it between her legs and see where it squishes into I the see, refrigerator. I see. I see. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, off of that note, I have a really terrible murder to talk about this week. Good. You go first. It is long. It is sad. It is sadly long. Um, okay. So I'm talking about Anastasia Lambert, who is 27, 
which is a year younger than me now. So that is so sad. Yep. Uh, she was found up there. She's getting old, isn't she? (laughs) Just kidding. I'm getting old. Uh, she was found stabbed to death and her body was stuffed into a refrigerator in her apartment on December 8th, 2014 is when they found her. Um, so they said that was 10 weeks after authorities think she died. Um, and then her body was well preserved because the electricity remained on in the apartment. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically her body was being refrigerated in the refrigerator because it had electricity. And then the electricity got turned off because no one was there paying the bills at the apartment finally. And then that's when the neighbors reported a foul odor. <clears throat> um, so Anastasia lived at the apartment with her then one-year-old son. So, hold on one sec. So, Anastasia was just, she was spoiled? Yes. Get it? I do. Okay. <laughs> I do, but I'm sad about her. That is kind of sad. Um, plus I just talked about her one-year-old son, which made me extra uh, well, I know. Sad. I thought about that little, little joke, but right before you said <laughs> that, and now I'm a terrible human being, you but that's are. okay. That's okay. That's the point of this show. Um, so she lived in the apartment with her one-year-old son and her husband, Patrick Lambert. Um, but when authorities arrived, both the baby and Lamb and Patrick were gone. Um, Anastasia and her son had originally moved to this apartment, which is in Houston, in January of 2014 um, without her husband, Patrick, but he followed her and then moved in around August despite their past troubles. So she moves in January 2014, lives all good, all good. He shows up in August. She's found dead in December, 10 weeks after she died. So she died in like September. So he was there for like barely a month. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she actually, Anastasia called the police in September, complaining that her husband had threatened to kill her, but nothing ever came of the report, of Mm, course. That's too bad. She was last seen on September 26th. Um, two days later, Patrick emailed his wife's employer and told them that she wouldn't be returning to work. Um, he then got on a bus to Mexico on September 30th. Wow. Because nothing makes you seem less guilty than emailing your wife's boss and saying she's not coming back. Straight up lie. And then going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look suspicious at all. Um, so an Amber Alert was issued for her son. Uh, he was found safe in Querétaro, Mexico a few days later where he'd been abandoned by Patrick. So you call that safe? Dropped his kid off in a random city in Mexico. Wow. And left and went somewhere else. Um, he was found then later at a different location and was taken into custody. Um, and he was, okay, this is my favorite part of this whole entire story. So he's in like this tiny town in Mexico and he's living under an assumed name. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Patricio Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so like, let me take Patrick and add like an O to the end of it. Some total bullshit name. Sound like a slightly Hispanic action figure. <laughs> it's patricio jackson so um yeah he was extradited and brought back to the u.s um and then in a clearly sociopathic move he decided he wanted to represent himself oh good for him how'd that turn out um okay in a very um charles manson move of course and he struggled throughout um but it was like at the end of the trial that 
he just really like fell apart. Um, the The prosecution pointed to the email that he sent to his wife's job, notifying them that she'd not be returning to work because of a family tragedy. And right. basically, they were like, it's a smoking gun in this case. Seems like it. Like, if the defendant, or Patrick in this case, tells, you know, people that you're never going to see his wife again, he knows that she's dead and she's not coming back. Yep. So, um, while it took four days for the jury to decide he was guilty, it only took them 10 minutes to decide that they would sentence him to life behind bars and additionally order him to pay a $10,000 fine. That's it? A fine for what? $10,000 fine? Yeah. For what? I don't know, but I mean, he also has life in prison, so I guess there's that. It just seems like an arbitrary amount of money. Maybe to compensate. Yeah. Um, so her son is now living with his grandparents. That's good. Yeah, so that's good. So by all accounts, um, Anastasia was seen as just an amazing woman, um, like really nice. She actually met a friend at a woman's shelter like many years ago who then flew out from Florida to Texas to watch this trial. Wow. And her friend also said she had a baby a year after she met Anastasia. And she gave her, um, and she made his middle name Okahena, which was Anastasia's maiden name after oh. Anastasia. Wow, so she was a good friend to her. Yeah, and additionally, um, Anastasia's sister flew all the way out from Germany for the trial. Wow. So people really loved and cared about her. And it's sad, and sad. Patrick sucks. He sucks, and he's in prison forever. He lost his son. And that's probably best for. for I was him. gonna say he. I don't think he really cared. He dropped him off in a random that's city true. in Mexico. He literally Who lost does his son. That on purpose. Yeah, that is that is sad. Mine, uh, mine is is sad. It, it could potentially be happy, um, and it's not solved at all. So I apologize for that up front. It's fairly recent. Okay, so at least it's not like a cold case that like could never be solved. It's maybe going to be solved. Yeah, yeah. It. it I don't even know if it has to be solved. It's I'm going to call it a maybe murder. Uh, it's definitely spousal. It's it might be sweet, but mostly disgusting. You're being so vague. It might be good. It might be bad. Maybe I don't know. Did I even research it? Uh-huh. So it starts with this lovely retired couple. Uh, Jean Sourn Mathers uh, was found dead at a welfare check of her home. She was 75. Uh, this happened just last November, 2019, so not that long ago. They believed she died of natural causes. So you're probably wondering, where's this going? The poor lady's husband supposedly up and walked out on her like 10 years before she died. What a douche. Yeah, right. Big douche. Although, maybe not. Um, the residents of the apartment complex all spoke well of Jean. Uh, they were surprised. Uh, they weren't surprised to hear that she died. Um but they were surprised when they found her husband's dead body in her freezer a decade after he supposedly walked out on her. His body was in the fetal position, wrapped up in orange and black plastic. Holy shit, right? Right? What? Oh my so god, he the twist left of a set. He ago. didn't leave. He never left. Everyone She fridged him. She fridged him. Everyone loved her, by all accounts. Um Sorry, did she have like a second fridge or like was this her her whole fridge? Like where did she put her food? Uh, I'm just picturing like she's going to like get her egg salad, but she's got to like move his toe out of the way. Like, hey, honey. Your feet are in my salad again. (laughs) 
Uh, it did not specify. I hope she had two refrigerators. Um, let me look at my notes. Yeah, no. I, you know what? I thought it said in the freezer, so it had to be a big freezer. It wasn't the freezer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of those like giant ice chest freezer so, things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. she probably had a, a big freezer in that the, makes sense. the garage or something. Okay, good. Um, her egg salad was toe-free. So they haven't ruled out homicide, obviously, but her husband did have a terminal illness 10 years ago. So it seems kind of odd that he would just up and leave when he was on the brink of death anyway. Um why wouldn't she just tell people he died? Well, because he quote unquote left and didn't die, Jean was able to receive $177,000 over the course of that 10 years she was missing through her husband Paul's social security. Oh. While the investigation's not closed as of you know, that's this, he this probably article. died and she was just like, well, I'm just going to freeze him and collect that money. Go, go get paid. Get that bread. They did find a notarized letter from 2008 stating that Jean did not kill her husband. It was signed by Paul and they tracked down the notary and she admitted that she didn't actually read what she notarized, which I'm pretty sure is not what notaries are supposed to Isn't do. Isn't that like against notary code? She's out there Patricia. with she's out there with Patricio Jackson. <laughs> uh, so when her husband left, Jean was still mobile. But in quotes, in quotes, in left the, when, she, when he left her. Um, but the investigation is continuing because they're wondering if she would have even been capable to move his body herself and wrap him up and put it in the freezer. Right, so she died at seventy five. She would have been sixty five. What if, like, he knew he was dying? Like, what if he knew he was dying and he just like wrapped himself up in a blanket and then just climbed into the freezer? That's possible. That's why I say, is it sweet or gross or terrible? I don't know. I mean, it's like he's like, you know what, honey? I know I'm going to die. I'm going to sign this to make sure you don't get convicted of murder at any point in time. But I want you to keep getting money. So she just committed fraud, not murder. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still not great. I guess. Yeah, but. no, it's a horrible discovery. And whether, whether or not it was murder, we don't know for sure yet. Um, if she killed him to keep her benefits and stored him in her freezer, or was it just an act of true love? Because Paul knew he was going to die. And he was like, honey, She'd get that money. She'd lose her income, which is kind of bullshit that you lose. she would lose her income just because he dies. Shouldn't, shouldn't she still get Social Security like as a couple? Anyway. So that's, she would still get Social Security, but she wouldn't get... As much social security. Yeah, that's true. She'd get less. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if my husband died and I was old and wanted his social security, I'd ask you to put him in a fridge for me. Freeze him up. Yeah. Well, then I'd be old, too. (laughs) You you got it there, sister-in-law. Let me... I guess we're both dead now. (laughs) That (laughs) was the plot all along. And then Kelly and I just roll you guys into a dumpster. And then... That's great. That's great. That's Just don't bury plan. me with him. No. Just don't throw me in the same dumpster. No, separate dumpsters. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. So the big the big question is, who helped her? Yes. It doesn't seem possible for Does her she to have, have done any, this like, herself. children or anything? No, they didn't mention that she had any children. Because I feel like that would be like my first thought is if he died, then you were like, oh, yeah, mom, I want to help you get money. And then I'll inherit it later. Let me pick up dad and put him <laughs> in the freezer for you. Yeah. Oh, but make sure you use the orange and black <laughs> saran wrap before you put him in there. I don't um, want him to gush out and get gooey. I don't know. Yeah, that's like straight up like know. some mama's boy would do that shit. Yeah. 
Maybe. So that's my maybe murder. Um, oh, pretty good. Not not dissimilar from yours about putting someone in a refrigerator or freezer, but um, I, I like yeah. to think it was an act of true love. <laughs> what I found is refrigerators aren't often used as murder weapons. No. More like no. body storage places. Yep. It's a good hiding spot. Keeps the stench um, down. So I am going to break that and use the fridge as a murder weapon. What? So my original thought was that I would just wait and then I would try and feed Nick this old gushy food that he doesn't throw out. <laughs> but then like one, the smell and taste alone, like he just wouldn't eat it. It would be impossible yeah. for me to be like, but it's yummy. He'd be like, that's no, that's mold and gross. Um, so I was watching this video on Facebook about sliding a fridge and like it was saying if you spray a bunch of glass cleaner in front of the fridge, then it slides oh, super yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, like, wee. <laughs> so so our house like how it's set up is like the fridge is here and then across from the fridge is like the counter with like the sink and stuff yeah um all right so i was gonna put a stopper in front of the fridge like and tie it, like a door stop and like tie sure. it to a piece of string and then spray the shit out of the front of it in glass cleaner so then nick would be like pulling and pulling and pulling on it because it'd be like national clean behind your fridge week um and so then when he's pulling on it as hard as humanly possible with like all of his body weight and all of his force, I'd pull the rope so the door stop pops out <laughs> and then the fridge would go, wee, and it would just smush him in between like the counter and the fridge and he'd go splat squish. Splat squish. And then I've been practicing my 911 call in which I'd be like, oh my God. Refrigerator attacked my husband. <laughs> oh no, we listened to a freaking TikTok hack and look at where we are now. <laughs> TikTok hack. Oh, that's funny. And then that's how they found out that TikTok kills. That's good. So as for my murder, I went with cold. I was thinking refrigerator. I ended up with liquid nitrogen. Whoa, real cold. Have you ever I seen you uh, Terminator do... 2? No. I've never seen any of the Terminators. I thought they were <sighs> scary because I was like two. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd have to watch it when it came out. And you weren't existent, I don't think, when the first one came out. Right. <laughs> and then I was really scared of the ride the thing that they had at Universal either. Studios. I remember this. Okay, totally off topic. But I remember this completely as they had that ride at Universal Studios. The 3D And I was, show. yeah, it was a show, I guess. Yeah. And I was terrified of it. That's scary. But everybody else wanted to go on it. And they just made me go. Didn't want to go. And they're like, meh, you can just close your eyes. And multiple years in a row, I had to go and just sit there. With my Just eyes closed, it. like this. Well, you can't see, but my hands are over my eyes. Because <laughs> nobody would be like, it's cool. I'll dip out on the same show I've seen four years in a row and sit with Laura. They're like, meh, she's fine. That's rude. The worst. That's rude. Terrible. Anyway, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> uh, they, they use liquid nitrogen to freeze the bad guy. <clears throat> and then stupid Schwarzenegger. Oh, he's not the bad guy? Not in the second one. He's second the bad one, guy in the first one? The first one? one, he's the bad guy. second one, he's been a he different robot back. that's converted to be a protector. Don't let it, Okay, anyway. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, I don't care that much. If he's the bad guy, he shoots him with his gun. He splinters into a bunch of pieces. He's made of liquid metal, so because he shoots him, the little pieces melt and he can reassemble. So I was like, oh, how can I use liquid nitrogen? So I started reading about it. Apparently, I didn't Sorry, know this. So you're going to freeze your wife and then shoot her so she shatters into a million pieces? No. Okay, good. No. So I was, I, I, this just motivated me to research the chemical got and it, see got if it, it could be it. used. 
Um, so it's deadly when inhaled. It's also colorless and odorless, like any good poison. But I've done lots of poison stuff before, like in the nebulizer, I was thinking, but then it would just like freeze up, you know, trying to get the vapor in the air uh, or a humidifier. Um, so my plan was just to wait until she asked for a drink of water and she guzzles water like you wouldn't believe. Cause she Camel. She just can't drink a sip of glass of water. She's just like, oh, there's water. <laughs> now it's gone. Pretty much like that. <clears throat> So when she starts to chug, I picture her like opening her mouth, like like the people from Beetlejuice, like, you know, where they like rrr. unzip their yeah, and then the water just goes Blood pouring blood. in, and that's exactly yep. what she looks like. I know her. <laughs> uh, yep. So not only will the liquid start to burn and cause tissue damage, the fumes inhaled will, and ingested will actually replace the oxygen in her lungs. Um, so she'll most likely then pass out from that. And then I'll just use the rest of the nitrogen, sp- sprinkle it around her and <laughs> about the room and such, and let the fumes continue to uh, cause her to asphyxiate as she inhales them. Actually, um, and as the Terminator would say, hasta la vista, baby. Uh, that's totally plausible because I don't know if you've heard, but recently in the news, there was actually like a Russian model instagram influencer person Mm -hmm. who had a birthday party and at her birthday party her husband for like a cool effect dumped a bunch of dry ice into their pool oh yeah yeah and five people died holy smokes he died and like a bunch of other four other i guess people died and there was people in the hospital with injuries for that exact reason was that they basically like got smothered because it replaced all the oxygen they couldn't breathe and other people had you know dry ice burns and Anyways, don't do that unless you're aiming for murder, I guess. That's our PSA for today. Don't dump liquid nitrogen and or dry Dry ice ice. into your pool or spa. Yeah, and don't feed it to your wife. Unless she can't organize the refrigerator. (laughs) Right. It's just too damn much. (laughs) You just can't handle it anymore. Uh, I'm trying to get to the barbecue sauce and giant Tupperware containers in front with week-old pasta. You have to eat your way through, Jeremy. It's a choose your challenge mission. I just got to do what your husband does then? Yeah. <laughs> just, just eat, my eat way through. everything out of the fridge and you won't have this problem. Nick will tell you. Easy peasy. And then, he open, then he'll stand and he'll open the fridge. He'll look. There's nothing in it. He'll close it. He'll walk <laughs> away. He'll walk back. He'll open it. Guess what? There's still nothing in like it. Like it's a magic box. Like, nothing's like, manifest hmm, nothing in the last in the fridge 10 this minutes. Time. Let me close it and walk over here. Ta-da. Oh, shit. Didn't work. <laughs> Hmm. Maybe, maybe it's more like he's looking or... at what's in there. He's like, no, nah, I don't want that. Then he comes back later and he's like, well, I could eat that. Closes again, <laughs> he's leaves. He's like, you know, comes by back, the third time ah, looking at it. this. I guess I'll eat that. By the third time looking in this fridge, that that chicken's looking pretty good. <laughs> no, that's my lunch for tomorrow. Yep. <clears throat> well, as always, while your fridge and marriage might be messy. Murder is messier. <laughs>